Jeff here, Jeff Lawrence. That's what this episode's about. Living out west, so you you know you were we're on southern man, western town. So you can basically sums up me. I'm a southern man living in a western town. Not too complicated of a concept. And what I've noticed lately. And I think it's due to the uh, show Yellowstone, which I like the show. I, I don't know. I, I kind of like it less and less as I keep going, but I like a lot. I like it still. I watch it, and I watch the uh, spinoffs, 18, what is it, 1883 or something? And then I started to watch 1923, but can't really get into that one yet. I don't know what the hell's going on with that. But uh, I notice a lot of people, especially people in the South that I grew up with or kind of wanting to move out west well it's not what you think it might be is it pretty yeah beautiful most of the time great sunsets you got the mountains you can in the sometime you know in the summertime here where i live in the utah in the summertime you can be down at 100 degrees down in the valley floor where everybody lives and mostly everybody lives and then you can drive up in the mountains and throw snowballs at each other so there's there's that but it's a lot of things you don't know people don't realize about it you can you see shows like yellowstone and you know movies like a river runs through it and things like that where you see uh you know you're riding your horse through the through the valley and beautiful and all that which it is but here's some things you don't realize and you haven't made in the south people up in the northeast probably have it a little worse <laughs> than we do out here a lot of times is they don't have the they don't have all the beauty to go with it some of some of the places do like maine and rhode island and stuff but so here's what your day would consist of not every day But generally out here in Utah, Colorado, New Mexico, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming. And it can even get a little worse in Wyoming, Montana. Some other places too, probably parts of Washington and Oregon and stuff. 
um, even northern Arizona. But typical day in the winter, if it's snowing like crazy, which a lot of times it will be, or it did the night before, or whatever, you're going to get up, you're going to do what you normally do anywhere else where you live at, and grab a cup of coffee and whatever, but this button, now you're going to put on underwear, you're going to put on long underwear, you're going to put on thick socks, sometimes two pairs of socks. You're going to put on a t-shirt. You're going to put on a long sleeve shirt. You're going to put on a hoodie. You're going to put on a beanie, maybe. You're going to put on some gloves. You're going to put on a thick coat. You're going to go outside. You're going to crank your car. This is if you're going to work. If you don't work, you ain't got to do a lot of this shit. You're going to um, crank your car, truck, whatever you drive. You're going to... Scrape all the ice off of the windshield and the windows. You're going to shovel, you're going to push the snow off your car or truck, the vehicle, we'll say. Then you're going to shovel the snow from your walkway, from your front door to your driveway. Then you're going to shovel the snow in front of your house where the sidewalk is. Now, a lot of you are saying, well, I ain't doing that shit. Why do I got to do that? I ain't walking down the sidewalk. Well, there's a lot of lazy bastards out here that don't do it. But it's actually a law. They actually can give, come by and give you a ticket because you're responsible for that area right in front of your house. Like the kids walk to school and they're walking along the sidewalk and all of a sudden they have to walk through a foot of snow. And I'm not exaggerating. It can be a foot. It can be more than that. <clears throat> then they, you know in front of your house or or on ice you know and slip whatever fall have to go to school with wet socks whatever that's that's on you and it's you know you just got to do it so before you even get in your car and go to work you're already worked 30 minutes to 45 minutes and not to mention it's freezing ass sometimes the snow is blowing in your face so fast you can't even see in front of you then you're going to get in your vehicle, and you're going to drive in this shit. Because it ain't like the South. The South, everything shuts down. People don't go to work. People go to the grocery store and get milk and bread like it's the end of the world. People don't go to school. Out here, your kids go to school. We don't mind if it snows three feet. Sometimes they'll put, you know, they'll say, well, we won't go to school for, for an hour. We'll go to school an hour late today. They'll do shit like that. Your kids are going to school, and you're going to work, and business as usual. So you're going to get in your vehicle and you're going to drive. So you got to drive it. You got to get onto the road, which if the snow plows plow your road, then maybe they've already been down there and plowed it and sprayed it with brine or whatever. Salt, uh, kind of liquidy, salty shit they spray it with, <clears throat> which gets all over your car. So you have to have two or three bottles of windshield wiper fluid at all times you'll go through one of them in three days because the salt trucks spraying that stuff all you'll you'll get it all over your windows it's like a green cleared salty shit anyway so you drive if you sometimes you might live on a road where they don't even plow it so you'll be driving on a foot of snow and you have to have snow tires to get on to get some places you really have you know you have to have an all-wheel drive vehicle or a four-wheel drive vehicle a lot of times if you have a, a rear wheel drive like a, like i had a bmw once out here it's worthless you can't even you just slide around all over the place 
so anyway you gotta have all that a lot of people get snow tires out here and then they'll change them in the summer back to the regular tires and change them back to the winter and snow tires so that's a thousand bucks or more i usually did i, I drive a truck so i'll just slap it in four-wheel drive if i have to but you and you know, i just get you know i just get good pretty good all-weather tires most people drive all-wheel drive vehicles out here if they can so you got all that and then you got to get out on the the main streets or sometimes most you know most of us have to get on the freeway and then you got crazy people uh people like me that are truck drivers driving you know 80 miles an hour in the snow and the ice and not giving a shit they'll fly right past you you'll there'll be 20 wrecks all over the place so you'll be late to work half the time unless you leave an hour early sometimes you'll get stuck on the highway for two straight hours i know in some places like where i'm from in atlanta it's two straight hours every day but you know shouldn't you don't have to do that if it's uh in a place like this unless you know people wreck which they always do and so that's kind of a typical snow day and then you know so it's it's not a there's no kevin costner riding his horse in the sunset on those days now if you got to say the little light comes on in your dashboard you need air in your tires so now you got to go find a gas station that has air once you find it you got to make sure the airline's not froze up then you got to make sure then you got to get out and freeze your ass off while you're filling your tires with air say you gotta change your oil whatever change a tire if you don't have AAA or a record you got to change a tire in a snow when it's 10 degrees it ain't fun there's another thing you know, you, you see that you see Montana and Wyoming, how pretty it is. And it is pretty, but say here's a scenario: say you're in the middle of Wyoming, driving down I-80, <clears throat> somewhere near outside of Casper or something, maybe an hour out. If you can even get down the highway, they close the freeway a lot of times during these storms. It'll be 20 below zero. So you're freezing to death. Say you have a flat tire out there. You got no phone service. It's 20 below zero. It can even be 40 below. The wind's cooking at about 60 miles an hour. There ain't no trees out there. If it's snowing, it's blowing snow on you. And then there's already three foot, four feet of snow from the snow plows on the side of the road anyway. So you're over there and you got to change a tire now because you can't get AAA because you ain't got no phone service. If you ain't got a tire and you don't know how to change a tire, well, you're fucked. Somebody eventually will come along and help you, but it ain't, it ain't like, that's one thing that ain't like the South. They ain't, they ain't as friendly. <clears throat> Nobody's really that friendly anyway. They want to get out and help you when it's 40 below zero. <clears throat> and you, you, I'm, I'm not exaggerating with the 40 below zero. A couple of stories. One time I was playing in a playing in another band i think i was playing bass in a band with these guys and we were playing in labarge wyoming only like 600 people in that town so we come out it's 40 below coldest i ever seen it and coldest i ever been couldn't get the keys in the in the doors the keys wouldn't even go in the locks you had to dump like hot water over the locks to even get the key in and then the uh and you know there's nowhere in that town you go to the you go to the hotel and all that freeze to death but there's many stories like that i was in nebraska one time i was driving across the country in my 
just my regular truck. That's before I even lived out here. I was driving back to Georgia or either from Georgia to here, just kind of checking it out before I moved. I did that two or three times. And uh, it was nine below in Nebraska. I think it was on um, Omaha or something like that. Maybe Grand Island, one of them towns. I get out to pump gas and my eyes literally froze open. Like my tear ducts froze. So I, couldn't, I couldn't blink. And I, I think I was almost felt colder than the 40 below did the other time. And then, uh, see, another time I was living in Heber City, Utah, which is up in the mountains. It gets really cold. It was 20 below. So I get in my car, my truck, and it don't, my heater froze, my heater motor. So I got no heat, got no defrost. So that was fun. So those are the kind of things you, you know, you think you want to live out west, which, which you're really going to be dealing with. Now, when it gets spring and fall, it's not like the south and even back east all over. You don't have four divided up three month seasons you'll get about two weeks of spring about and that'll hit and you know you, you could be hitting snow in may usually it'll stop snowing sometime in early april late march early april but it it has it can snow up until you know around may 15th somewhere in there may 11th i think is what they say but when it hits spring around in that same area, somewhere at the end of May, you'll get about two weeks of spring, and then it's 100 degrees every day. And you don't have the humidity and the bugs all over the place. But it'll go, you know, literally you'll have two, three weeks if you're lucky of spring. Then it's hot as shit, 100 degrees. Now you can drive up the mountains, like I said earlier, and get see snow again if you want to drive up there. But, I mean, it ain't that easy driving 20,000 feet up in the air <clears throat> or it ain't quite that but you know what I'm saying probably 10,000 10, so you got that and then you, you know after the summer you get about the same thing in fall you get about 2 or 3 weeks of good fall and then it gets cold as shit again usually it'll snow around Halloween but this year I mean this year it's been pounding we got like I think we got like what they say 60 or 70 inches up there in the mountains down here like right where i'm looking at right now there's just a bunch of slush everywhere but you know i got about six or seven inches snow in my yard see and it hasn't snowed in two or three days <clears throat> but it no it won't get cold enough to melt it'll melt a little and might get up to 35 degrees melt a little bit and then freeze back over at night so those are, if you really want to live out west, that's really what you're going to be dealing with. Um, it's not for the faint of heart out here. It's not for lazy people. Don't get me wrong, there is some. There is lazy people. If you're lucky, you can get your kids to go out there and shovel the walk. If you, if you have a snowblower, that's good sometimes. Like the snow, a lot of times the snow is not, you know, it's like powder out here. That's why they ski on it it's not quite like back east where it's ice sometimes it is though and if it you know eventually it'll harden up and get ice and your snowblower won't won't really work but if you have a snowblower which they're not cheap i'm lucky enough to have one but i don't ever really use it because i don't have that much of a that much walk or driveway to to blow off but 
if you have one, you can use it if it cranks. But my suggestion is when you're watching these movies like or these TV shows like Yellowstone and stuff and you're saying, man, I'd love to live out there, you got to really, really think about it. It's kind of like people when they see like New Orleans on the movies. They, they think, man, I'd like to live there. Look at all those lakes and swamps and the, you know, the oceans right there and stuff. They don't realize they're going to hit tornadoes, hurricanes. It rains all the time. Bugs everywhere. The humidity is 100 degrees. You know, television and movies paint pretty pictures about how things are. I would suggest visiting in the harshest conditions. People tend to visit places when when it's the nicest. And it's kind of designed that way in the tourist industry. But I would suggest if you're going to move out west, go in the middle of fucking February and really see what's going on. Go out there and see if you can hack it. Today, typical day today, it's gray, overcast, can't really see anything. It's not snowing. There's snow on the ground because it, it hasn't melted yet from last week where it snowed three, four days in a row last week. <clears throat> um, it's probably about 30 degrees right now. I don't think it's going to get over 35 yesterday. It was it was real cold yesterday. It was like 10 degrees and I went to work, 11 degrees. And I live in the valley. I don't even live up on the mountains. The mountains are right in front of my house. But Sunday, I did a gig in the mountains at a ski resort. I got up there. It was 4 degrees. So, you know, if you're a musician, think about that. You got to do gigs and this stuff. I got like, I got a New Year's Eve gig up in the mountains. And I, I'm, you know, you kind of just hope that it's not going to snow that day because I got to drive an hour and a half to two hours to get there to get there and if it's a snowstorm or a blizzard I got to drive in that crap sometimes even if you got the good wheels and you got the good tires and and the highway's clear because of the snow plows it can still if you're if it's snowing it'll be blowing so hard and so fast you can't see a foot in front of you it's like being in the fog um so kind of hoping that don't happen. I got I got to play this Friday up in the mountains, up in Park City. Same thing. I'm hoping it don't uh, get that bad. Sometimes they'll close the canyons, so you can't even get to where you're trying to go anyway because the snow is so bad. I've been in uh, where it's up to my knees before walking in it. So just a little public service announcement. A little P S A. If you're thinking about moving out west, what else is going on? I my uh, musically still playing with you know my band Warhorse and the CCR Tribute Band. We're doing did a few gigs. We don't have anything like we only have a one gig with them. <coughs> Excuse me, March 11th at a theater and uh, down in Provo. But with Warhorse, like I said, we're playing this Friday up at Park City at, at the cabin. Then New Year's Eve, we are at the Notch Pub in uh, Camas, Utah. New Year's Eve, that's going to be a fun gig. And uh, November 7th, I mean, sorry, January. Did I say November? January. Oh, New Year's Eve, January. <laughs> December 31st is New Year's Eve. Jesus. See what a snow does to you out here? 
Anyway, January 7th, a bar named Sue at their Highland uh, Drive location in Salt Lake. And let's see what else. I think the 15th of January, I'm back at Snow Basin Ski Resort. I got a few other things I'll touch base with you. I think I'm going to do a... Got a guy in Australia I'm going to get on here shortly. I'm a musician from out there. So I may do an episode the day after Christmas. Um, I'm going to do some collaboration with a few musicians here in town. Uh, that'll, I'll let you know what's going on with that as it unfolds. I do have a new uh, song coming out soon. And, you know, my buddy uh, Matt from uh, Wither Without You, the doom metal band, I, I, I think they're from lower Missouri, I believe. Um, but anyway, he kind of built me a track. It's going to be another one like my last one. Uh, he, he built me some tracks. I'm going to do some... Uh, put my you know write the melodies and stuff on the guitar and put over it might even do some vocal stuff over some of them i don't know so that's going to be coming out real soon too hopefully maybe even the first week of january somewhere in there hopefully that's gonna work out and that's you know i i played with a i told you on the last episode i played We'll show with a guy named jared turner a country artist came in from missouri and i filled in with him here in Utah, in Layton, Utah, for a gig, and I was about to fly to Milwaukee and do one with him in a, I think it's called Wisconsin Dell, is a town in Wisconsin, where he's going to do the same type gig, but I couldn't make it work. I mean, I could, probably somehow could, but the flights out of Salt Lake City to to Milwaukee or Madison, Wisconsin, are just nuts. They're like a thousand bucks, and none of them not a lot of flights in and out of here from there so there's the times aren't working out so gonna get hopefully my my friend up in uh, milwaukee that was on this podcast uh william bonifas bill bonifas jazz guitarist is gonna take that gig kind of interesting how that works I, I meet you know i meet a one guy from doing a gig and here he's from missouri he needs a guy in wisconsin i know a couple guys in wisconsin that play so you know it's interesting how the how that the turn of events takes place hope you guys are uh, ready for christmas if you celebrate that happy hanukkah if you're a jewish listener happy uh, kwanzaa if you uh, celebrate that holiday i i celebrate them all or all or nothing <laughs> i don't know what i i'm not really a religious guy anymore but i uh, i'm kind of forced into celebrating christmas because my family all does it so i kind of get sucked into spending all my money on everybody and at least i'll probably have a jameson or two that day but anyway i think i'm gonna sign off and i hope you guys have a, a great holiday i'll talk to you after christmas have yourself a very merry Christmas. Yeah.
In case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs>